everybody. This is Rachel and Jenna with the Friendly Local Game Pod back to talk to you about some games. This week we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to talk about two-player games specifically for date night for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. So if you and your significant other like to play games, these are shorter games that you can play on Valentine's Day or any date night as, as part of a larger date experience. <laughs> so, so Jenna, what's what's a game that you like to play with with Jordan? So I kind of split mine into kind of three three different sections. One isn't strictly a two player game, but it plays very well at two. I picked one that is cooperative, and I picked one that is definitely a dual game. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of how I picked mine. So the the one that I'm going to start with is probably the anti-Valentine's Day board game. <laughs> <laughs> I know not everybody loves to celebrate Valentine's Day, and we don't really do a ton either, but this is a cooperative game called Ghost Stories. And it's probably one of the tougher cooperative games. Not quite up there with Reckoners, but it, it is a tough game. And this one plays very well with two players. You, you can actually play this one with more than two as well. But I actually almost prefer this at two players. It makes it a little quicker. I like the cooperative version at two players. So I almost prefer this one at two. If you don't like the ghost stories kind of spooky element, they actually reskinned this a couple years ago and maybe last year as Last Bastion. So instead of facing ghosts and trying to keep the ghosts down, you can fight monsters and try to save your castle okay. um, instead. So yeah. it really kind of depends on which one you want to do. I haven't played Last Bastion, but from what I've heard, it's really not that different from Ghost Stories. You are basically trying to beat back the ghosts uh, by dice rolls and by collecting chi tokens and, and other things. And it, it's a very, very challenging game. The big bad monster ghost that comes out at the end is different every time. So there's a ton of replayability. I like a two-player element because it gives you a neutral player token, which is really kind of cool. It's a unique way of integrating a two-player into a cooperative that gives you some different things that would be different than if you had more people playing. But I enjoy this one if you're not looking for a combative type game where you're looking to work together for a common goal, but it's still very challenging. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be an easy game. You know, I really enjoy Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert and some of those This is even a step up from that. So if you've played those games before, but you want a different feel of cooperative game that plays really great at two players, that maybe isn't the super Valentine's Day (laughs) theme, um, I really recommend Ghost Stories or Last Bastion, depending on which flavor you choose, ghosts or monsters in a castle. But I think it'd be a great date night game, you know, Mm -hmm. throw on on a movie, throw on whatever, and you can kind of sit down and play. And that's, that's a good one. So that is Ghost Stories. How about you? Well, so the games that I chose aren't necessarily date night games, but the reason I chose them is because they are strictly two players. So we approach this a little bit differently Mm -hmm. and they're shorter so that you can, you know, you can have dinner, have a glass of wine, play a little (laughs) game, you know, part of the experience. So mine are probably less involved, Mm -hmm. but the games that I chose, well, one of the games that I chose is Jaipur. Jaipur is one of my very favorite games. I actually really like the app for this one too, Mm -hmm. but you are merchants and on your turn, you have the option of either taking goods from the market and replacing them with goods from your hand because there's a very tight hand management piece mm-hmm. of this game. Or you can take all of the camels in the market. And if you take 
camels, you have to take all of them. And essentially what that does is it brings out more cards for both of you to choose from, but you are giving your opponent the opportunity to have more cards to choose from. So you're kind of trying to do that at a time that you know that your opponent might have a set collection in their hand that they're trying to get rid of. So they need to sell. Mm -hmm. So you clear the market, they can't buy, but you can benefit. So you're really closely watching what cards your opponent's picking up because then you collect sets of cards Mm -hmm. and you can either, like I said, you can either pick up from the market or you can sell on your turn. And when you sell, you take that collection of a different type of good and you trade it in for tokens. And those tokens have different point values on them. Not only do they have different point values depending on the quality of good you're selling, but there are only a certain number of tokens for each type of good. Mm. And so the items like gold or jewels that that are higher in point value, there's not as many cards for those goods. The number of tokens is fewer. And in addition, you set out the tokens for goods in point value order. So the first person to sell gets more points than the other person. So it's it's definitely a race and a balance between do I get a lot of lower point goods or do I try really hard to do this trading mm-hmm. to get the higher value goods okay. and hope that you get enough to turn in your set before your opponent does. Mm-hmm. And then you get bonus tokens if you turn in different values of sets. So three, four, five. You can turn in just one card if you want to and get tokens, mm-hmm. but you'll get fewer tokens and you won't get the bonus. Mm-hmm. And the bonus are random values. So that can really help too. So it is, it's a competitive game. I'll say that. But once you learn how to play, you can play this game so quickly that it, you could play two, three times in a night. Mm-hmm. And I've never played a game where one person just trounces the other. It yeah. always seems like you're very close in point values. And so I really enjoy this game. If you like that kind of tight strategic mm-hmm. balance, I think this would be a good game for a lot of set collection card players. Mm-hmm. So if you like card games, this might be a, a different step in a different direction, yeah. you know? Yeah, so that's Jaipur. Mm-hmm. My second one is more my dual one. This isn't the shortest one on my on my list. I'll probably play this a couple times. And this would be definitely if you're a fan of the original King Domino game, which was a game that came out a while ago, Wanna Spiel de Jar. Great family game, great two-player game, actually. But they came out with a King Domino duel that uses dice rolls. Mm-hmm. And it's got some extra strategies. If you get a question mark, you get to pick uh, from a list of special powers that if you fill up, you get different things. And it's strictly a two-player game where you're rolling dice and you're filling out your kingdom based on the shield icons that you get. And it's very similar scoring to normal King Domino, but instead of crowns, there's X's that indicate scoring realms. And then you are trying to put like things together. And Mm -hmm. it's very quick, very easy, but still they added a nice strategic grouping with that new element where you're filling out the circles on the dual sheet to get special powers and only one person gets the special power so it's a race whoever gets there first gets it and then but there's a lot of them so you're never going to get all of the powers in a game and so it's kind of that strategy of taking what you can get but 
then making sure you might be racing for certain powers that might be helpful to you, but still maximizing what you're doing on your board, on your um, piece of paper in front of you. So that's King Domino Duel. Very short. Doesn't take very long. Pretty mm-hmm. quick to learn. That'd be a fun one to kind of sit down. Not going to take a ton of table space. You could play it on a TV tray in front of the, you know, yeah, sit on the yeah. couch if you wanted to. That's King Domino Duel. And that's, that's my second recommendation. I haven't played the Duel version. I like it. I, yeah. Especially for two-player, it's I think it's much better than the base King Domino. King Domino, I think, is more fun at a four-player count when you have yeah. the interaction yeah, of fighting yeah. for those tiles. But I really enjoy this for, for two players. I would much prefer to play this over King Domino if it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a second one on my list. I've I've talked about probably in, in a couple of our different mm-hmm. like games for good, for good different events. You know, it's a good outdoors mm-hmm. game. But that's Hive. And so I'm going to talk about it again, because I think it is a very versatile game. It's very portable. It doesn't take up a lot of space. And I think it appeals to a broad range of players. Mm -hmm. So Hive, you are playing with insect tiles. And these insect tiles, for some reason, all these various insects live together happily. (laughs) And... It's very much a chess-like strategy game Mm -hmm. where instead of playing on a board, you connect two of your tiles together. Then one by one, you each place up to three different tiles. And then on your turn, you either have to play one of your tiles or you have to move a tile. Mm -hmm. Each of the different insects has different movement patterns. And then there are different placement rules for the insects. So... You know, when you place an insect, it has to be touching one of your previously played tiles. And you can't place it in the center of like a circle of tiles. So there are mm-hmm. these hex tiles, you know, you can't place it in the circle on your first go. So it's interesting trying to figure out like, well, if I place this here, then how am I going to move it later? Mm-hmm. And so, for example, ants in the game can move as far as you want to, as long as they go along the outside of all of the tiles. And beetles only move one space, but they can move on top of other tiles. And spiders can move three spaces, but they have to be like three sides it, you know, mm-hmm. it counts each side that you're moving along a tile. So, it's not like you move along three tiles necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's, right. You may only move from one side of a tile yeah, to they another. Kind of skitter on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I do think once you've learned it, like the movement for each of the little creatures is pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like ants yeah. go all over the place. Right. <laughs> yes. But basically, what you're trying to do is get your opponents queen bee completely surrounded Mm -hmm. by tiles and that can be your tiles or their tiles Mm -hmm. so you can trick them into surrounding their queen bee Mm -hmm. or not being able to move their tiles away from their queen bee which happens to me more than i'd like to admit (laughs) (laughs) this is another one of those strategy games that i'm not good at but i really enjoy playing Mm -hmm. i play against the ai all the time on easy and it beats me a lot (laughs) Um, (laughs) because this is a, a great digital game as well jacques isn't a big fan of this one I think he finds it a little boring, which is fair. It There's not too much going on. It's very much like chess. They're very strict rules, but and it's not difficult to understand those rules. 
but how those rules come into play is extremely strategic. So Mm -hmm. if you are playing with someone who's only played classic games and you want to initiate them a little outside of their bubble, like Mm -hmm. they've only played chess and go and things like that. This is a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Plus, the tiles are very satisfying. Yeah, they're big, chunky so. tiles. <laughs> and there, there are several different versions of this one. So there's the classic version, where the tiles are probably about an inch and a half across. There's a more portable version that comes with smaller tiles and a smaller, more portable bag. And there are lots of expansions. So there's like a ladybug expansion and a pill bug expansion. So you can get more pieces if the game's getting a little stale, but you still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I really like this one. And it plays so quickly. Like I said, you mm-hmm. can play it probably in about 15 minutes uh, mm-hmm. once you learn. So yeah, awesome. another good two-player game. How Very about you? Cool. So my last one probably would be my my number one recommendation for anybody actually i think this is a great gateway game i also enjoy it because it plays very well with two players but can play more and this is parks okay um and part of the reason why i think this would probably be my top valentine's day date night game is it's gorgeous first of all the art and and the aesthetic of this game is absolutely beautiful so it would fit right in with you know a candlelit dinner and wine. you know what i mean Yeah, yeah, yeah and especially if you're a couple that really enjoys the outdoors or just enjoys the beauty of national parks and and whatever whatever this is right up your alley just because the cards are actual national parks and it's the art from 59 parks which is beautiful Mm -hmm. um, which we have prints of that we hang on our wall at home because they're gorgeous and this game is it's it's very similar to Takedo, if you've ever played Takedo, where Takedo is all about the journey. And even though it is competitive, it, it's not hardcore competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, you might get a little annoyed with each other in parks because they might take a spot that you really want to go. But there's a campfire that you can do that can mitigate that. And it's a very enjoyable game. It's just a game where you have these little hikers. And if you play with two players, you have two hikers that you're moving along the trail and you can only go forward. And yep. you can't share space with anybody, including your own. And as you're moving through the trail, you're taking photos that are going to get you points at the end of the game. You are collecting these little pieces of water, of sun, of trees, of mountains. And those are what you turn in to visit a park. Yeah. And when you visit a park, you turn in the appropriate icons that match what the park requires. Mm -hmm. And then you get to collect that. And that's worth points at the end of the game. Very simple, very easy. Very enjoyable. There are some issues with the base game if you're a longtime gamer. Some of the scoring objectives are a little goofy and not super helpful. They're very straightforward, but they're just not great. But Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily always play this game to win necessarily. It's just a very enjoyable game. Like, I'm going to want to play this game even if I lose it 20 times in a row. Like, it's it's a great game. It does have an expansion, um, which the Nightfall expansion, which does add some some extra things that I think do a lot of balancing of some of the original errors. Not errors, just uh, idiosyncrasies of the first game. It's fairly easy to find now. For a while, it was kind of difficult to find, but it, it is, you, you can order it from a number of different stores. And this is just a great game. I think this is probably my, one of my number one entry gateway games, I think. Because yeah. it's it's it hits all the spots. It's beautiful. It's easy to introduce. It does get a little long with some of the higher player counts, but I really like it with two players. It's very snappy. You can move through it pretty quickly. Very enjoyable. Very beautiful. Just a nice, relaxing evening kind of game, which I, I think hits a lot of spots for me for a date night type game. So yes. that is Parks. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous game. Yeah, I would agree. I really like Parks. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, 
Yeah, I haven't played the Nightfall one yet. Me either, and I oh, the, cool. I know the boys have played it, and they said it does a lot of a lot of balancing of some of those maybe not so great scoring yeah, things of the yeah. first game. But even even with that, the the base game is it's great. I mean, the base game is perfectly fine on its own. You would you wouldn't need to get the expansion, but if you are particular about that kind of thing yes. and that kind of scoring, the expansion does kind of fix that. It's a funny that we're we're doing sort of a Valentine's ish day sort of thing because Jacques and I don't do that either. <laughs> we don't either. Actually I think last year he bought or it might have been the year before, he bought me a case of wine. <laughs> and that was pretty romantic, I thought. <laughs> and he he uh drew so it was the 19 crimes mm-hmm. wine. For those of you who don't know, there's a convict on the front. <laughs> well, my husband has a big beard and long hair and glasses. So he, he gave, he took a marker and gave the guy a beard and <laughs> glasses. And it was like, he calls me Diggy. <laughs> so he's like, happy V-Dig, Diggy. <laughs> and that's about the most we've ever yeah. done for Valentine's Day. So, but we do, I mean, we do play games together occasionally, probably not just the two of us as much. Mm -hmm. We tend to either do solo or with friends (laughs) and especially right now. And I know we've talked about this before too, so I'm sorry I'm repeating myself, but being that we are on COVID quarantine and we work for the same company and we're working from home together, we see a lot of each other. So... For our own sanity, we've been doing some solo activities lately. But but one game that I really do like to play two-player is Seven Wonders Duel. Well, it it is a two-player game. (laughs) That's how you play it. (laughs) (laughs) So if, if anybody's ever played Seven Wonders, from what I hear, it's very similar. However, because I played Seven Wonders Duel first, I just never got interested in Played we, seven we didn't either. Yeah. We, we looked at it for a while and then, you know, Seven Wonders Duel just kind of were good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I really enjoy this one. So essentially you are collecting resources and you set up the cards in a very specific pattern. So some of the cards are face up, some of them are face down, they're in rows and they overlap each other. So the setup for this game takes a little while. Uh, so this isn't one that you, maybe you'd want to learn on a date night, but it's one that if you've played before, setting it up together is easy. But yeah, there's definitely some fiddliness with setting it mm-hmm. up. I would also play this one on a mat or a piece of belt or something <laughs> yeah, because the cards are slippery and they slide on each other and it can, it, it's just, for me as a person who likes my cards to line up, it's fussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But, you know. But I do like the mechanic that creates where when you draw cards from this pattern, there's some strategy involved because it tends to be like one row's face up, the next row's face down. Mm -hmm. So in order to get to those face down cards, you have to take the one that's face up on top of it. You might not know what you're getting, and but the ones behind those are face up. So you might want to eventually be trying to get to those cards, but mm-hmm. your opponent could see what you're doing and try and take those cards from you. There's a few different paths to victory with these. You can either use your cards to build wonders, and there's only seven wonders, hence the name. 
and those give you points and abilities. So it'll give you um, an asymmetrical ability over your opponent if you complete one of those. Or you can try and get cards that will give you military power or scientific discovery. And there are military and scientific tracks as well, which is interesting because Jacques, when we played the first time, was looking at the science mm -hmm. and trying to get symbols of the different scientific discoveries and trying to build his wonders mm -hmm. and really focusing on that. And he wasn't focusing at all on the fact that I was moving up the military track. And I got to the end of the military track and he didn't see that. It's like very unusual in a game yeah. that somebody will get all the way on the military yeah. track without somebody pushing back on them. And he was like, <laughs> like super frustrated <laughs> and he's like science beats war <laughs> like mm, not if you don't see us coming <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah but this was a fun one and I played I played this with my 12 year old nephew who really enjoyed it he's really into I forget the series that's out right now for young adults that's um about Greek and Roman gods. Oh, like Percy Jackson? Yes, yes, yes. He loves, mm -hmm. yeah, he loves Percy Jackson. So he was really excited. And he loves Greek and Roman history. So he mm -hmm. was all over this. Mm -hmm. And and it's pretty. I think it's a pretty game. Yeah, The I little agree. different wonders. And it doesn't take up too much room. And there's, like, just enough strategy that it's interesting. I think this is probably the longest game that I have in my list. Mm -hmm. But not overly difficult to nope. learn. And, I agree. Yeah. Huh. So that's my my third game. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. And we know we're still kind of in the midst of all this chaos. So hopefully maybe playing some games on Valentine's might be a good option if you can't get anywhere. Yeah. But regardless, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. We hope you have a wonderful week. We hope you maybe find some time just to spend quality time together. Whether it's playing board games or not, I know we have been spending a lot of time together but maybe the word is intentional. Maybe finding some yes, time to spend yeah. some intentional time together would be good for all of us. So I agree. Yeah. 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 So hope you find a game or two on this list that you might enjoy playing. As always, let us know if you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see on a show. We're always happy to entertain ideas and see if there's something we would like to do. Hope you all are healthy, happy, and safe. And don't forget to stay kind and play more games. Bye, everybody.